welcome, welcome to service, welcome to another Sunday. It is great to have you. We have to apologize for last week's Sunday, you know, technology, other things that happen with technology, but we are glad to be back and we're glad you're back with us as well. So how was your week? How has it gone? How's family? How are friends? How's everything? Business? We trust that God is with you. Things are working out, working in your favor. And as we bring 2021 to a close in the next, I don't know how many days, 50 something days, 60 days. Uh, it's 50 something days, definitely not 60 days. Maybe even 40 something. Um, yes, as we bring November to a close, we want to get ready for 2022. We want to really, really be ready for 2022. We don't need to catch us by surprise. One, by when 1st of January comes, we're ready. We're so ready. We know what we need to do. Hallelujah. So that is what we are. We are planning to do and that's what we're preparing for. Amen. So last week we talked about self-examination. We're looking at the series, looking forward. So we're looking forward to 2022. But first of all, we want to take a step back and look at how far we have come in 2021. So we looked at self-examination. In the Bible says in Lamentations, it says, let us examine, Lamentations chapter 3, it says, let us examine ourselves so we can reorder our lives under God. Reorder. So you self-examine to reorder your life under God. And that's what we looked at. So we looked at different things. We looked at um, our spiritual lives. We looked at purpose and we looked at family. How much are we giving? Are we present? Are we being present? You know, what happens to many of us is that life passes by us so quickly. Oh my God, it's four o'clock. Oh my God, it's night. You know, we're not being present. You know, the Bible talks about redeeming the time because the days are evil. That is what we should be doing. Redeeming the time. We should be living urgently. And everything we do, we should be putting a block into the work that God has called us to do here on earth. Hallelujah. So today, we're going to be looking at failing forward. We're going to be reflecting on the things that didn't work and the mistakes probably that we have made in 2021. So some of us, if we're being honest to ourselves, some of us have done things we maybe, if we knew better, we wouldn't do. You know, there's this line people say, if we know better, we will do better. What does it tell you? That the main reason why we don't do well or we don't or we make mistakes or we don't do as well as we should is because we don't know better. Ignorance. We don't know better. That's why sometimes you cut people. You know, what people say, cut them, cut people some slack or cut someone, you know, cut him some slack. What are we saying? He doesn't know better. If he knew better, he'd probably do better. But let's give him another chance. So if we know better, we'll do better. So that's what I want us to look at. Because we would make the same mistakes if we don't learn from them. We would, you know, people talk about, you know, for some reason, there's a way our brains work, our minds work. You know, our minds like familiar things. So we find ourselves going in the same direction that we've come from want to stay in 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 comfort and we we like things that are relatable we like things that we can relate to it 
we are all, that's why, you know, some people are, are, don't embrace change as much as they should. They don't embrace change as much as they should. They are almost change averse, you know, and they like, we like a comfort zone. We like things. So because of it, that is why you, you see people in repetitive behaviors. Someone goes from one abusive relationship to another abusive relationship. Someone goes from a dead-end job to another dead-end job. You go from having an abusive boss to having another abusive boss, you know, because we are, and then it's not even just that you go, you, you, you stay there, you dwell there. You waste your time spending four or five years in a relationship. You enter another relationship, two years, you haven't defined what that relationship is. So it is repetitive behavior. So if we don't learn, if we don't reflect on our mistakes, if we don't reflect on the things that have failed or that haven't worked properly, then we don't give ourselves a chance to move forward or to do things differently. You know, in the, in the Psalms, the, the Psalms would go on and on and then you'd say, Sela, pause and think, pause and ponder. Think about this. And that's what we are going to be doing. So if we don't reflect on our failures or our mistakes, then we deny ourselves the opportunity to learn from them and to move forward. And then those events now become actually valuable in our lives. They become valuable in our lives. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We glorify you. We honor you for an opportunity to hear from you. Lord, we ask that we hear and hear indeed. Give us hearts that understand. Let us hear you speaking to us clearly. Father, let our lives never remain the same. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to thank Pastor for the opportunity speak using his platform over and over again i am very grateful for this and i want to thank everyone who plays a part in service and makes this work god bless you richly hallelujah so today we're talking as i said we're talking about failing forward learning reflecting and learning from our mistakes and our failures uh, and the truth is so the two things i would like to say kind of a disclaimer but two things one is that some things happen to us, which we may term as failure or as things that didn't go the way we planned. And it had nothing to do with us. It had nothing to do with whether we did it right or we did it wrong. Some things just didn't work out and we don't know why. And it's not anything we did or didn't do. Okay? Some things happen like that. And there are, there are, there are circumstances that are like that. We, you know, but the ones I'm, I want us to look at are the ones that we probably did, you know, intentionally, things we did, decisions we made that just didn't go the way or pan out the way or give us the results and the outcomes that we wanted. So that is the first thing I want to say. And the other thing I wanted to say is everyone, I don't think there's anyone who is spurred from making mistakes, making poor decisions or failing. It's a part of life, you know, it's a part of life. But when you walk with God, you see the steps of a righteous man are ordered. When you walk with God, 
then there are few and far between. And we're going to be looking at one of those, one of those events in the Bible, because so many people who walked with God made mistakes, made you know had failures, um, didn't obey God the way He wanted, or did things out of character, out of order. You know, we know about Abraham, we know about Jacob, we know about um, David, you know, Samson. So a few of these people, they made their mistakes because of one thing or the other. Hallelujah. So today I want us to look at one of these. And this is the story of Joshua and the Gibeonites. I'm sure many of us know this story. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 9. We'll just read a few verses and I'll fill in all the spaces. So this was when Joshua, they had just crossed Jordan and they had conquered Jericho and Ai, I think. And they were moving forward and the whole land was shaking. The whole land, they had heard about them. These people that are coming to conquer. So everybody was afraid. And this Gibeon, I thought they could be coy. They were like, mm, I think we would have a plan. Let's, you know, rather than them kill us all off and take a land, let's see if we can get them to make a treaty with us so we can live irrespective of the terms. So they decided, they call it the Gibeonite deception. They decided to deceive the people of God. And the elders came together and said, you know, let's take a very old moldy bread. I'm sure they probably planned it and just left some bread to be moldy. And got very old clothes, worn out clothes, worn out shoes, worn out bags, worn out, worn out wine skins. And they took it and went to the camp of the Israelites. So we are your servants. We have come from a far country, very far country. You know, but we heard about you. You know, let us read um, from verse 8 of Joshua chapter 9. This bread of ours, they showed them the bread. They said, this bread of ours. It was warm when we packed it at home on the day we left to come to you. But now, see how dry and moldy it is. And these wineskins, they were filled and they were new. But see how cracked they are. And our clothes and our sandals are worn out by the very long journey. And these are like sample their provisions. But they not inquire of the Lord. They didn't ask God. They didn't say, God, what do you think? What are these people doing? You know, sometimes the things that get us are the things that we see. Too good to be true. Some of the mistakes some people have made this year, and we've seen this all over social media, bad investments. So how many, I know at least three, um, how did I say four? Four of these investments, and they call it, you know, ROI, return of investments, very high percentage ROIs, you know, the only 40%, 30%, and then in six months, we'll give you back your capital. And lots of people would fall for it. Lots of people, because people are looking for, people are trying to secure their future. People are getting older. People have looked around and what what can we do? French people who have worked for this country, and I'm talking about a country where we come from. People who worked for this country for 40 years, 35 years, they can't even collect their small pension. So what future do we have? Things are not getting any better. So people are thinking, how can we invest the little savings we have? 
and then we have other these are the new Ferro and Nebuchadnezzar. We are just taking people's uh, savings and investment money. And one of the problems, one of the problems is lack of due diligence. So you haven't probed, you haven't looked in, you haven't said who has done this before. Who are these people? What do, how do they make these investments? What are they going to do with this money? You know, are they for real? Are they certified? Are they, you know, what do they have backing them up? And truth is, you know, that, that, that cliche is true. When something is sounds too good to be true, probably is too good to be true. It's probably not true. But many of us, you know, and not many people still fell for it. So many people. People lost. I mean, some people invested 18 million. You know, I don't, I, I, you know, it's, 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 I can't wrap my head around it. But the truth is, without, it, as we said, if you don't know better, you can't do better. Which is why we should always seek knowledge. We should always seek knowledge. Someone comes to you with an investment opportunity, go and do research. Get a lawyer. Ask questions. Throw up and down. Don't, no one should tell you asking too many questions. It's your money, you work for it. So you need to do your due diligence. You need to really, really investigate. And truth, no investment is risk-free. Anyway. But you don't want to give people your money for them to run away and go and live in some island somewhere and enjoy their lives. No, that's not why you're working. Anyway. I digress. So one of the reasons is we don't inquire in the Lord. And that is what happened to these people. So once Joshua came, looked at it, talked to the elders, said, okay, that's fine. Let's make a treaty with them. They live very far. Yes, servants. And a few days later, they found out that these Gibeonites just live just beside. They were from a very close colony. They were so angry. They were mad. They got up and moved and went to their country. But when they got there, you know, and, and I really admire, you know, to some extent what they did. Because you told them, see, we cannot harm them. We cannot fight them. We cannot take them. We have already done, made a treaty with them and sealed it with an oath. We can't go back on it. So they didn't make any rash decisions. They didn't try to use any force or anything. No. They knew I had to, we have to respect the, this, you know, the oath we've made. It's true, we were deceived. But we've said something, we're going to stand by it. But they did what we call damage control. They found a way to... Not to make it right, but to make it manageable. So Joshua told them, see, you're going to be under a course. You're going to be woodcutters and water carriers for the house of my God. You're going to be our servants, for real. When they came, they said, we are your servants. We are prophesying. They were now going to be our servants. They did their best to make to make best out of them, but I'm sure it pained them. Because what would it have cost them? ask God? What would it have cost Joshua? He has to rise and fall on the leader. What would it have cost him to ask God? God, are these people for real? Should we do this? 
because you shouldn't make any decision. And if you look back at all the things we did that didn't really go well, see that we didn't hear well. Or we didn't, or we actually disobeyed God's leading. So we that didn't hear, we didn't ask for God's leading. So he, he didn't say anything to you. Or he gave you direction. You didn't hear it very well. You heard something else. You heard your own self. Or you actually heard or went against it. And these are, you know, the big ones. These are the ones that really, really, really cause trouble in our lives. Hallelujah. And these are the ones we should be real. The other reasons why people is, you know, we've already mentioned ignorance. You, you don't know. And many of these people who made these failed investments, for instance, I go back to them, is many of them didn't even know they should do diligence. Didn't even know. They just said, oh, I'm investing in this place. And they start investing. So this is what happened to Joshua and the Gibeonites. This is what happened. But in all this, you know, one of the things I want us to learn from, from this story is, or from this experience, is... That there's always a way to manage a difficult situation. And even if it's so difficult, you can't see, you can't see anything good out of it. You feel you can't do any damage control. At least you can learn that lesson. At least you know you will not do this again. I think it was Einstein who said, I failed. 99 times so I could succeed at 100 times. So, but when you fail, 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 you now know I shouldn't do this this way. It's not going to work. I shouldn't do this. And then you you keep trying and then you succeed. You know, people say that failure can be a path to success. Failure can be a building block to success. That's why people talk about failing forward. Usually people fail backwards. You know, when we're in school, when we're in, like in primary school, in eastern nigeria when you start to fail especially maybe you're doing well and then you start to fail the teachers will say in alas you're going backwards you're going backwards you're retrogressing you know but i was talking about failing but you're failing forward and the only way you can fail forward is by learning from your failures or learning from your mistakes. Hallelujah. I'm going to mention a few things that we should, you know, we should take with us as we reflect on the things that may not have worked out. And some of these things, you know, for me this year would be things you just didn't do. It's not things you did that didn't work or things you did wrong, but things you didn't do. Whether it's because you didn't have time for it or you didn't make time for it. You know, things, you you know, you said, I was going to do this. I'm going to achieve this. And you just didn't do. So one, one of the, the first things, I think, the way to go or move forward is say no to negative emotions. Say no to negative emotions. Worry, fear, doubt, depression, sadness, bitterness, regrets. Hallelujah. Say no. If you want to make your mistakes constructive, then you shouldn't allow it to overshadow you, overwhelm you, and affect you. Hallelujah. 
to say no to all negative emotions. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. We know what it says. It says, be anxious for nothing. 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 Let nothing make you anxious or worried. But with prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to the Lord. And then the Lord will give you a peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. So no to negative emotions. Second thing is, remember that the Lord is merciful. I like this one. Remember that the Lord is merciful and has the ability to restore. Hallelujah. God says, but you, O Lord, in Psalm 86, you, Lord, are compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me because I serve you just as my mother did. I love this verse. You know, God is compassionate. God is merciful. So even when we fall, even when we fail, God doesn't condemn us. God is not like, maybe even some of our parents, we fail, they'll say, Lele, look at you, see your mates. God is not like that. God is merciful. God is compassionate. God is slow to anger. And we can appeal to God's mercy and say, Lord, have mercy. God is merciful. Even when we contravene, even when we go against what he has asked us to do, God is merciful. So we should not forget that. We shouldn't condemn ourselves and feel bad and, you know, stay in, in, in the midst of, of darkness and sorrow. No, God is merciful and he's able to restore I restore to you the yes, the cankerworm, the palmerworm, the locusts have eaten. I will restore to you. So God is a God of restoration. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God has the ability to restore. And then Proverbs chapter 26, verse 14. Now let's look at this because it says, you see a righteous man. Even if he falls seven times, even if he falls seven times, he rises again. He falls seven times. It doesn't matter how many times he falls. He will rise. He will bounce up. He will bounce up. And we don't even need to do anything to be righteous. But the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, we have the righteousness of God. So we don't need to do anything. So we are confident that no matter how many mistakes, no matter how we fall, no matter what happens, we will rise again. God is on our side. God is working things out for, for us. And we know that all things work together. All things work together for the good of them who love him. All things work together. You know, when I was looking at this, I asked the pastor this, you know, I saw so many stories of Famous people, various people you would term extremely successful people now, whose lives, you know, at some at, at a point in their lives, they were, you know, people would call them total failures, total failures. But they turned it around. And many of them were not Christians. They didn't have the Bible, they didn't speak in tongues. They were just, they just sheer will and hard work. That was all they did. 
you know. There was one I was, I was so amazed by, and it was J.K. Rowling. She's the, the writer. And in five years, you know, so when she was writing that first book, she had just got out of a marriage. She was on benefit. She had a child she was raising. She was struggling. In five years, she had turned her life around from being on benefits to being one of the most prolific writers in this country. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, you know, I'll tell you about Stephen King. Stephen King, he said his first book, 35 rejections or 36 rejections. You know, you go, how, how disappointed will you be? You know, some of us, we go for one interview and then they tell us, no, we feel like our life is gone. You know, all our confidence, everything, our faith drains. Uh, you go for four or five and you get rejected. You just feel like, ah, God, have you forgotten me? Are you still on the throne? You know, but Duke 35, 36. You come, you present your book. They say, no. You come, they say, no. And he just got frustrated, disappointed, threw it, threw it in the trash. But luckily, he's married to a woman of vision. And she fished it out of the trash and encouraged him to go and submit it again. And that time, they accepted him. And he is one of the best-selling writers of all time. All time. And, and there's something that's really, really peculiar about these stories. That when they now become successful, they are known for their success. No one remembers how far they've come. No one remembers their failures. No one. You remember how far and what great things they have achieved. So I think that should be encouraging to all of us. That should be encouraging to all of us. Even though our beginning is small, our latter end will greatly increase. Hallelujah. I want to read a quote by, um, by Michael Johnson, he, you know, the, the basketballer. And I was very intrigued when I read this because I could not believe this stats. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game-winning shot and I missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. Can you believe it? I want to say, oh, he's the greatest basketball of all time. Can you believe it? He's lost almost 300 games. Missed over 9,000. You know, we don't we used, we used to know for, you know, he used to excellent shots from very far on the court. And he said, you know, 26 times on 26 occasions, he was the one. You know, it's like in a, in a football match, which we, we relate to football a lot more. You're the one who is taking that last penalty. 
you know that last that penalty that ah if you lose if you miss it we will lose the match and he said on 26 occasions he missed well how come you know he's the one giving if he didn't give this as probably wouldn't know maybe the commentators or you know those who keep all these records will know what we wouldn't know we're overwhelmed by his success we're overwhelmed because when he succeeded or started to succeed and became a success it overshadowed everything he didn't do and he has given relevance to this to say this is why i succeed because you know resilience you fail you get back you fail you get back you fail you get back hallelujah hallelujah this is what i want to leave us with that god is merciful and compassionate and he's able to restore to us everything that we may have lost or we may not have done well or we may think we have failed at god is able to do more god is able to do more god is able to do exceedingly abundantly far above anything that we can ask or think all we need to do is to learn so that it becomes a building block in our journey of life hallelujah let us pray Father, we thank you, we bless you, we glorify you, we honor you. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Father, thank you that we serve a father, a merciful father, slow to anger, rich in mercy. We are grateful to you. Father, help us. Help us. Help us. We have no one else but you. Restore to us the things we have lost, the things we have built. Give us wisdom to know how to deal with the issues in our lives. Help us, Lord God. Support us. And everything, Lord, let all glory and honor be ascribed to your holy name. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So let's pray for our offerings. Father, thank you for everyone who's given ask that your blessings will pursue, overtake them. We pray for increase on every side of their lives. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, Pastors series has started the new series. Very exciting. Have you been seeing the stories as well on Facebook? You should catch up. So, Please share. We cannot wait for Tuesday for Pastor Continuity's series on the fight to forgive. So God bless you. We'll see you. And of course, prayers are continuing on Wednesdays and Fridays. We will continue to pray. We will continue to pray. We will continue to pray and believe God until we see everything that he has promised us. God bless you. Have a blessed week. Have a great week. Thank you.